now recording. Cool. James, Perfect. are you recording? I'm recording. Perfect. All right. Hi, everybody. I pressed the space bar. That happened like two episodes in a row and it just fucking slayed me. I watched that shit recently and I was just like, God, this is so funny. It's always so great to hear James's like worried tone too of just like, uh, guys, like you hear the quivering in his voice of like, I'm in hot water now. Yeah. I fucked up. Again, <laughs> you save me. <laughs> God, it's so funny. But anyway, welcome to the uh, Tyranny of Thumbs podcast, a gaming podcast where they're just some friends who uh, play a game each week and then we talk about it. And mm-hmm. um, we will get into our game this week eventually. But uh, for now, uh, Gabe had something to talk about my- with uh, Markiplier. Which I'm actually very curious as to what happened because I saw something today, but I don't actually know the context. <laughs> Dude, it's nuts. So what is happened he, was he Markiplier was the- doing a stream of some kind. Okay, I don't know what he was streaming, but apparently there's like choices to be made, um, and he was having his uh, his viewers that were you know live watching the stream yeah. um, choose. So they they would use like a red paddle or a green paddle. Mm. Or some kind of, you know, any emojis really that are like red or green mm. to choose. Um, and then the mod would like tell Mark which one was more popular and he would do that choice. Okay. Um, but the issue was that YouTube is like trying to be like Twitch, but they have their whole plethora of problems and are like cracking down on just weird things. And like they aren't like fully getting it. Like emote spam or what are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. yeah. So what? So what happened was, you know, they would be spamming these emotes as like, "Hey, do this choice," yeah, or sure. "We want this choice," and YouTube was, YouTube's algorithm and bots were detecting that, yeah, and then automatically banning them, mm. and then from Google, uh, yeah. So the issue was that because a lot of people have their accounts linked. Oh. So it would ban their whole Google account. Like their Gmail and shit? Yeah, everything. What yeah. the fuck? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. And then the other issue was that people would be like, okay, well, maybe it's just some weird ban thing. So they would, you know, appeal to YouTube and be like, or Google and be like, hey, you know, I got banned under this thing. We're just it's part of the stream. You know, we're not spamming. We're just like interacting with Markiplier, who is a big member of your platform. Yeah. And Google's like, Ban stays. Oh, <laughs> yeah. How long is the ban? It's like a day ban or like. I think it's like a permanent ban. What? Yeah, it's 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 perma ban. Are you? Yeah, kidding? If, no. It's dude. It was holy um shit for spamming. It, yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? No. That's like all they want you to do is interact on their fucking. Yeah. Platform. No, that, that's the thing. YouTube's like, hey, interact with your favorite content creators. But not but that YouTube way. will no. ban you. But lose your work email. <laughs> exactly. Are you kidding? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So oh, Mark it's a good reminder to like a, not keep all of your emails in one place and to diversify or at least have backups or something. Yeah. Huh. I saw someone on on subreddit like was talking about, you know, how to make a uh, like make a secondary email account that will just like save all your emails. You can like automatically have copies from your Gmail go to that one in case you know you lose your Gmail. Which is smart. Um but yeah, Markiplier made like a whole YouTube video that he just came out and was like fuck YouTube. <laughs> Dude, that's insane. He was—he also streams on Twitch sometimes too, so he easily could have just go there. Yeah, but you know, he's like more more of a YouTuber than like a right than a, a Twitch streamer, and 
you know, it's like you would think, you know, he's been on their platform forever. Yeah. And he's like one of the big pillars of YouTube. So they'd you would think they'd be like, hey, we want you to be into the streaming side of YouTube. So let's help you and we'll like set things up and we'll make it work. Yeah. Maybe I mean, give you some preferential treatment. I mean, especially in the face of people getting paid to go to Mixer. Yeah. I mean, if you're fighting this battle as YouTube, you want these people on your platform. But the Didn't thing to me is it's just... somebody? They, uh, Mixer, well, yeah, they bought two people. No, YouTube. They bought... YouTube just bought oh. somebody. Oh, they did? Who? Yeah, they did. Yeah. yeah. Um, like Courage? I, I want to yeah, say it was Courage. that's his name. Who the hell is Courage? I'm guessing a Minecraft streamer. I don't know anything. I'm like... just guessing. No, I think he's a cowardly dog, actually. <laughs> reasonable. No, he's, and that's the end of the reasonable. <laughs> no, he's a he's a, uh, a what's it called streamer Fortnite. Oh, well, I guess. Lame. Yeah, I kind of forget that YouTube gaming actually like exists. That, that's platform? the thing. Exactly. Yeah, it's like YouTube is like, hey, check out YouTube gaming, and everyone's like, no. Okay, you guys, you're getting dangerously into my rant territory. But I will say the reason why you don't know it exists is because their UI is exclusively designed to rot your mind with videos and nothing else. It's like they also just like don't put much into it. Yeah. Yes. And also, they just like actively fuck over their content creators. Yeah. Well, that's. I mean, that's. I think the mo of large companies. It would seem. Yeah. But uh, and they I'm also pay the millions. YouTube especially. Yeah. I'm curious yeah. if their new signing is like looking at this Markiplier incident. He's like, "What have I done? <laughs> I've made yeah. a great mistake." <laughs> I just. It's. It's. It all comes down to these companies making choices that they are assuming you agree with them on, like spam is bad that's a choice that they made and they thought to punish it really intensely but they're saying spam is bad and in this case it's not right it'd be something you'd want the creator that's uh curating that channel and that experience to have control over but they're just making that choice for you it's really interesting because when this is a couple years ago but uh i interviewed this guy at twitch just because i happened to like know him or whatever i knew him through a friend and i was just talking to him about it and i was learning data at the time and i was just talking to him and so one of the articles that he wrote back in the day he was an early data scientist at twitch was just about how he felt that the twitch spam on these larger channels was kind of like almost like fan chants in a sports game like mm -hmm. it was this sort of like way for people to emote these ideas and they would sync up on things he was yeah. trying to do data science analysis <clears throat> to do that and so that was an opinion of someone in the early days of Twitch. And to see another company come out and just say spam is evil is, is. Well, and it's also like not even the case of like other, you know, platforms where if you're spamming something, it'll be like, they'll automatically be thinking like, all right, you stop for you a know, second. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you can't type for like five minutes or whatever. Yeah. It's like, okay, it's not like enough. we're banning your email account. Exactly. Dude, that is it's like, Hey, we're banning your everything. No, but see the fact that they can ban your everything just even at all. Yeah. should be just truly terrifying it's the same thing so for instance okay so at it at my company uh so i do data there but sometimes randomly they're like you can work a computer right and you have admin privileges right and i'm like i shouldn't but i do and so yes what do you need and they're like well this someone quit and we need you to like shut their stuff off and so part of the reason why people really like the Google platform for email, like work email specifically. It's because it's it, easy to ban everything. It's easy to ban everything. <laughs> yes. It's easy to open up and look, on, look in. It's easy to change the password and get in. That's step one. But step two is that when you use Google sign-on, whatever that single sign-on or whatever it's called all over the place, really efficient user experience when it comes to navigating the internet. But when someone turns off your work email and you Google signed into everything, you lose access to everything which is it, it's it's not good or bad it's both because 
you know, that person could want to destroy your business and just start messing with shit. And so you want to cut their access off. But at the same time, you really can just flip a switch dark and they are just out. It's crazy. I've gotten some emails that are like, hey, man, now flip the switch. And I'm like, was this an amicable breakup or what? And they're just like, no, (laughs) no. (laughs) Flip the jackal switch. Yeah. And so speaking of segues, that is totally what this game is about in some senses. Right? Right? Yes, we we live in a society. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> wow, are you the Joker? Oh my god. Has anyone seen that movie? No. Yo, has anyone seen that movie? No. Uh, nah. I will wait to I'll I'll wait till it comes out. I've heard mixed things about it. I'll I'll probably go see it. I just don't want to go into a movie theater and see it. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it is like Oh my god. <laughs> well, it's crazy because that story is like really really in the news but like there hasn't been any instances no no at least not that i've seen and in fact i actually read somewhere that was claiming that the previous instance at the dark knight where someone was actually like went in and and was a mass shooter that they actually didn't know who the joker was and they weren't doing it because of that like that story that's been tossed around a lot that it was like he did it as a copycat joker thing he was just messed up in the head yeah apparently i mean i don't know i mean i read an article claiming that i've read a bunch of articles claiming Mm. the other so who the fuck knows but just an well, interesting yeah, thing. and like all of the, all of the hype surrounding the Joker, well, well, hype, but also fear surrounding the Joker in theaters. Like, I think a lot of it was amplified by the media because apparently, like, it is very common for before, um, the release of a big movie, no matter the content of that movie, there are, um, you know, people who, like, will or there will be uh, investigative forces that will intercept, like threats of people going to like go in and like cause destruction at a movie theater premiere but because it was the joker and because it's like you know everyone was on edge with that and the media caught whiff of you know a particular threat that suddenly it was like oh my god everyone needs to be afraid of the joker coming out in theaters yeah i just don't want to see it in theaters because i hate movie theaters in general i can never go into a movie theater without somebody pulling out their goddamn phone to flip through (laughs) facebook (laughs) and then you have to like take a picture of that and post that to twitter like this fucking dude with his phone (laughs) makes sense yeah but anyway segue aside yeah so this week we played uh black bar which is the first game in adam's game block of dystopian games um made in 2013 and adam i think i'll pass this on to you i'll pass the baton so to speak on uh, what made you choose black bar and you know what did you hope that we could take away from this gaming experience so of the three games that I picked for this block, this is the one that I knew almost nothing about, actually. Um, I haven't really played any of them uh, in depth. This one was one that a friend had mentioned to me as something that they recommended, and it fit really well with, um, it thematically fit really well with the other two. So this is the one that I heard about last, knew the least about, and it's the one we're playing first. So I really nice. don't... And actually, I couldn't finish the game um, because even with the walkthrough, some of the inputs weren't working. Uh, so awesome. that's interesting. I just, I did end up reading through it, so I didn't really lose a whole ton, but, um, yeah, I'm probably the least prepared person to actually talk about what this game is about. Yeah. Okay. Well, I can nice summarize it in a too. way. Yeah. 
appropriate. That sums up our podcast perfectly. Just, uh, yeah. I chose the game and I don't know anything about it. Uh, that's definitely my choices are like that for sure. Because it's nice to play something you haven't played before and just see what it's like. No, like yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and the, mm-hmm. the game certainly looks interesting just based off of the app store. You know, the censored face. I was like, ooh, this looks cool. But, yeah, we um, should clarify, right? This is a mobile thing. I think it might be exclusively mobile or iOS, at least, like iPads, phones, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. As far as I can tell, it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. yeah, you play... The, the game is primarily just, um, I guess, you, just one-sided correspondence uh, between a uh, a person, uh, Kenti, uh, who I'm assuming is female. I think she is female, actually. Um, sure, so yeah. Fem- yeah. Yes. Uh, Kenti and her friend, um, Vi. The champion from League of Legends. Yes, exactly. They're really trying to pump up that marketing campaign over there. They're like, God, we need new players. Anyways. But but yeah, so you're primarily only reading Kenty's letters to Vi. You don't see Vi's responses at all. Um, And it is set in this uh, dystopian uh, society where Kenty is working for this uh, ominous department of communications, all uppercase. Um, and all of these letters that Kenty is sending to Vi uh, have censored words in them. And you have to essentially just try to figure out what words have been censored. And the game is just you uncovering these censored words and then proceeding to the next letter. Uh, and there's also a resistance group that is in this, as well as just communications from the Department of Communication sending you ominous threats uh, occasionally. Mm-hmm. Um, the but, perspective is from yeah. Vi's inbox, like mm-hmm. all the messages yeah. that Vi receives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you never see Vi's responses to Kenti, but you do just keep on seeing Kenti's responses to Vi. Oh, can we um, stop right there? I actually think that's a really interesting way of viewing this, that it's from Vi's inbox, that is not even necessarily Vi reading this, but it could be someone else after the fact reading this. Like, I think that's kind of like the first interesting angle of like, you're just sort of an observer and these are very personal letters and like, yeah, and they're also very one-sided and so it just feels like you shouldn't be reading it really. And it you can and you gain through reading it that not only obviously is that their intended person reading it, but also the department's reading it and they're censoring it. And that's why you have to guess what the words are and stuff like that. But maybe even you are not the intended person either. So that's yeah, interesting. That is a fair point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess we can just kind of start off. Um, like I, I have very mixed emotions about this game. Mm-hmm. Um, there are parts of it that I thought uh, had the potential to be interesting, um, but in general, I felt like this story could have best be done in a short story or short novel-like format. Um, the ga- gamification of this uh, of these course of, of this letter correspondence really ruined the story's momentum for me. And really made the narrative very disjointed and to the point where it did affect my experience playing. And I want to get your guys' overall general feelings as you were playing through if you felt similarly. So can we just start with maybe the elephant in the room and that the puzzles in this game just ruin it? Like, can we do that? Like, because I feel like that's what ruined the pacing for you. I feel like that's ruined the pacing maybe for everyone. Like, because it's, maybe I'm wrong, Zoe, in my interpretation of what you're saying, but... I, in my mind's eye, if these puzzles were better designed, 
then it might not, the gamification of this story might not ruin it for you. And it might be something that you, you could have enjoyed. But the fact that, especially there's a good string in the middle of like five puzzles that are just absolute and utter bullshit that are un- essentially unsolvable. Like, you, you know, like I, I saw. Wait, a wait, wait, review. wait, wait, which, oh. which puzzles are you talking about? So, yes, I'll get into that in a second. But I just wanted to just to ask, is is it the puzzles are bullshit that ruins this? Or do you really think even if they had been easier to solve or they had made more sense and flowed nicer, do you think it still would have been better outside of game form? Um, I do think that had the puzzles kind of been a little more coherent with the story, um, I've to me, it really felt like the the puzzles were so varied and didn't fit overall with the flow of the game. It honestly felt like somebody was like sat in front of a computer and somebody was like, hey, we need puzzles in this letter game. And, uh, you know, here are all of the ty- different types of puzzles that we can uh, implement in these letters. You know, you can have upside down and backwards ones. We can misspell letters. You know, how would you pick like three of them? And somebody just like, chose the select all button and chose like every single type of letter puzzle imaginable. Um, And I just, I feel like if the puzzles not necessarily being easier, but if they just made more sense in the context of the story, um, instead I just found a lot of the puzzles to just be random for the sake of being a puzzle. And it really ruined the momentum of the story because then I was just getting frustrated over a puzzle that didn't make sense story-wise. Um, and, and a lot of them just really require, like, it, it, it does require a lot of you to even be able to recognize that it is a puzzle, let alone solve it. And I I feel like that was a huge component to why why it affected me so. I don't know I if think that answers that, your question. <laughs> I think yeah. that um, the puzzles <clears throat> could have been better utilized if the, the story went on a little bit longer and kind of, like, justified their use. Like, they need to use this this system of communication to get across, like, specific like concepts or words. And they're, they're like, using these puzzles, like, to secret you know as as like code but it it doesn't it really didn't feel like they were doing that um like it it felt like they were hinting at that but not like some of them were just like dumb like (laughs) the result was like yeah uh, i mean like it it it, it just didn't it didn't have a, a a result that made any sense um but i yeah. kind of enjoyed some of the puzzles i didn't feel like all yeah. of them were bad um so just <clears throat> for the listeners out there we have a pdf in front of us of all of the pages of this and they're they're numbered and that's the way the walkthroughs talk about it too so like if we're going to talk about some of the specific puzzles and get into maybe why they might be utter bullshit um then we're going to use the number of the page so for me my advice to anyone playing this game is I actually would recommend that you play this. I actually think it's, it has a lot of value in there and we can get into that later, but I think there is a string of puzzles <laughs> that I, I'm going to direct us to right now 
that I think you should absolutely not try to solve if you want to have anywhere near good pacing in this game. Um, and you should just take a walk. I, I think I used I used the walkthrough twice. Okay, that's pretty. Did other lo- people low. use the walkthrough and use it more? Yeah, I admit I, I used the walk the walkthrough like halfway, like fifty percent of the time. No, yeah, me too. Oh, like really? I got yep. like halfway through, and it's just like I I check out. I'm checked out. Yep. Really? The game actually literally does not work for me. On um, <laughs> one of them, I can't and like the the answer that worked for McCoy because um, yeah. the PDF is his answers, and you know I looked it up online as well just to make sure it wasn't his game being weird. But like I put that in, and it doesn't work. So I actually cannot progress to the the end of the game. Was it? Um, I was able 19? to just. Uh, I think so. It's the I'm sorry, I've been a damn fool. It's not your fault. My commanding officer. Da 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 da. And you're supposed to put in demanding. Yes. Demanding. Yeah. No, um, I had that same issue. So you guys are both on non iPhone. Yeah. Yeah, that was an issue. Mm-hmm. But I actually looked up. I had to look up a second walkthrough that used a different word. Okay. That I put in that did actually work and was able to prefer, uh, progress. Also, Wait, that what one page sucked. is the damn fool thing? Uh, nineteen. Page nineteen. Oh, 19. I'm sorry, I've been a damn fool. It's not your fault. My commanding officer is, and they have scratched out hard to please, picky, tough, and you can put in demanding. That's one of the things you can put in there. Yeah. So I guess demanding for whatever reason doesn't work on Android. Yeah. There you Weird. go. What, what are the other Samsung options? Just is like no. I don't know. I just know I, I put in demanding and it works. So I'll I'll try to look up what I I can't. I have to go in. back a lot to find mine, but <clears throat> but yeah. In any case, um, I agree yeah, in so general that the puzzle, I used it, the, the I used the walkthrough three or four times. Okay. Go on, Adam. Um, so I realized that I agree in general that the, uh, mechanics of the puzzle don't particularly add much. I think it could have been used well. Um, and I think that it was, it, it could have been made not offensive, right? If the, if they gave you enough like slop factor where if you think it's going to work, it will, um, like if they give you enough of that and it wasn't just like kind of nonsense and, and shoehorned in some instances like if if they made sure that every time you put something in that made sense to you it worked uh then that would be fine or if there was like a hint system that would be fine because then you wouldn't be barred from progressing through the story if like there's just some puzzle that like it's not a turn of phrase that you're you've ever been familiar with or something yeah and there are a couple um, of those for sure yeah and it would it could have been made inoffensive if that were the case um but i don't think like i think they would have to have had to do a little bit more with this system to really make it um, positively impact the narrative. The closest they got was like, you notice through the earlier pages that um, all of the negative words are being blacked out, like regardless of context. So like there's no hate, there's no like dislike, don't, I think is just something that you can't put in through this uh, censorship bureau or whatever. Um, So like the words that they chose to censor is interesting. Um, and that could be used, uh, but you know, that was the closest that I saw it getting. Right. Like I felt like the redacted, I'll call it the redacted logic. So the, the words you have to guess, I felt like the redacted logic in like the, the fill in the blank puzzles, um, like the general guess the word and get it right or wrong. Like I felt like that redacted logic was not equivalent to the redacted logic in the puzzle portions of the letters. You know, mm-hmm. there's 
like like Adam was saying, like in, in Kenty's correspondence, it's all you know, hate. You know, uh, money is another uh, object that's been redacted. Um, anything to do with like personal choice or uh, personal like thoughts, hatred, etc. Like that all has a coherent theme, and therefore I was, you know, it it was. It was easy to be able to guess which words could be redacted in those. But when it came to puzzles where you have to purposely misspell words oh or you need to, um, you know, basically just type everything that's already been written out backwards. Like those are words like, you know, <laughs> you make I like they're yeah. just general words that are redacted. And so I just felt like that redacted logic just was yes. not equivalent to the correspondence. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would agree. like to go into that a little bit too because it's like I think where this game was working is when you it was like you said it was specifically the first type and I don't know if we have a good way of articulating it like with a single word but it's like when the puzzle isn't a puzzle per se it's just what's the word in this person's voice like you have to be able to hear the way they're saying it and the way they're thinking and then you have to guess from there. So it's really like reading comprehension in a way, like you're reading through the sentence, you might even be saying it out loud, and then the word kind of like comes to you because it fits, if it's the idea that they want. And so that's like a totally separate thing than all of these like quote puzzles where they have you look at capitalizations of words or they have you solve riddles or whatever. And that's a totally separate thing. And I actually really wish this game had just stayed in the reading the person's tone. And I think even those puzzles for my own taste were not quite as trimmed as i would have wanted them to be sometimes i felt like though i i, I at least with the main character like kenty I, I was like okay i kind of understand your voice like maybe 90 percent of the time i'm like getting it and there's 10 percent where i'm like ah oh, really why did you say like that that's super weird i don't really like appreciate the way this was phrased i don't think it's getting across this better than the words that i just chose that i felt like sm were much smoother and were much more in your voice as to what i thought before but then when you start getting into a like the the resistance's voice, which is just nonsense bullshit and I couldn't follow it at all. And I there was no way, <laughs> at least for me, I could not construct the sentences they were trying to say because I did not understand that character. And then you get into puzzles that are literally just like solving riddles and stuff like that. And once that's kind of the mid portion of the game and uh, the portion of the game that I recommend you should skip. And at that point, it's just what the fuck is happening mm -hmm. like all the time. And you're just totally lost. And, I, I yeah i kind of felt a little bit that way too with like the getting to the like the tone of different this different speakers in the game i had that in that one section where um kenty i guess she quotes that like uh that poem and they left some out yeah and you had to fill in uh those um but the department like put in their own like guesses to it because like yeah this seems like code so we're going to try to figure this out yeah. Um, which fair enough. That's kind of cool. But the issue I had was some like the the things that they put they guessed. Yeah. It was like, who who did this? Like, are you an idiot? <laughs> <laughs> like, what what made you think to use this word? Yeah. Um, it was definitely like the the we're moving into puzzle territory now. Like, yes. yeah. To make sure you're on yes. board with this being a puzzle. Yeah, and fair enough. But, like, it just kind of like took me out of like the yeah immersion oh, if there is any yeah, in this no, game was, but yeah like yeah yeah like the back to her finch friend in the and they guessed pew it's like <laughs> why would you guess that yeah, this is page 20. yeah right yeah, yeah. 
yeah no I, I i actually am really sad that they kind of i'm like i'm not i don't hate the the puzzles if they had done them nicer maybe but i think the power in this tool and in this medium is exclusively in hearing the person's voice and their feelings and their thoughts through the page and then completing them because i do think there's a lot of power in this game when you do especially earlier on uh, but when you do find that word you're trying to like wait do they mean, are they saying like this? Are they saying like this? Are they saying like this? And you finally put something in and it like locks in, goes yellow. And then you're like, oh shit. And you read it again. And you're like, oh shit. Like, like it almost felt like, I think this game has very strange pacing. At first I was like, oh, it has bad pacing because these puzzles are really hard. And in the middle it has abysmal pacing because they're unsolvable in my opinion. But I think in the early, <laughs> uh, like the fucking two, nine, six probably will get there. But, um, wait, anyways. really? Okay. You're gonna hate my my video of. Did of you that. solve that shit? Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. That's like the first. That's the first page of my video that I sent you was me going through and being like, "What the fuck is? Oh, I got it. I'm a genius." No, just kidding. I'm not that. It's not that hard. What? <laughs> what? That's fucking crazy. I didn't even try to solve. That's the same it. thing he did with fucking inversion. He just fucking like went through the whole. Jesus like, savant. How? <laughs> for 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 reference to the listener, there is a puzzle uh, where you have to crack a code, and I like McCoy struggled because my brain's too mathy. Um, in the sense that, um, you're given these like three riddles that actually match common sayings in life. So, like for instance. Uh, the one of the codes is a B in the H is W X in the B. And so my math brain's like, okay, B is a variable. And yeah, H that's is what a I was variable, thinking too. And W is a variable mm-hmm. and X yeah. is a variable. So here I yeah. am. Mm-hmm. I have a piece of paper out. Mm-hmm. I'm like doing all this like transitive math shit. Oh, and I'm shit. just like, you this were? doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like, yeah, you I was just like, this like, doesn't make any sense. Yep. And so I looked up a walkthrough and they're like, Oh, a B in the H, that's a bird in the hand, is worth two in the bush. X equals two. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, it was definitely one of those, it's one of those puzzles where I think these puzzles require a very, very um, fine logic pathway that not everybody meets. Um like yeah. everyone has a different way of thinking. You know, I look at this and I see a math problem because it involves numbers and supposedly the code is a number. So I'm doing all this shit. Whereas you, James, clearly you were like, oh, a bird in the hand. B no, in the so H. <laughs> I'll describe to you my, my thought process in this. I was yeah, like please. a B in the H is W in W X in the B. And I was like. Wait, so X and the B, because we need to do X, so what's the B? And then a B and the H is W. And then I was like, all right, how can this possibly work as math? And I was thinking through that, and I was like, it can't. Okay, so let's move on. An S and the T saves Y. That's definitely not math. And then the N of the B is ZZZ. What? Uh, And then I looked back, and I was like, all right, so there's periods all over the place. Let's just say this out loud. A B period, a B dot in the H dot is W dot in X in the B. Uh uh-uh. uh. No. No. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I I think I got a stitch in time saves nine first. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was the one I was, I was like, able to oh, get after. Okay. 
I've um, never even heard these fucking phrases before. I read the walkthrough and I was like, okay, cool. Fuck you. You've never I've heard never this, heard this before in my nine. life. No. A bird in the hand is yeah. worth two in the bush. Okay, I've heard a number of the beast is 666, but no, I've never, no, I had not, I had not heard those first two phrases. Right. That sweet okay. Iron Maiden wow. song. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, no. so I think this is what Adam's getting at, though, with how, like, in a way, some of these puzzles are a little, they, they do require you to be aware of these common phrases, which then makes me curious on how this game translates to people in other regions of the world. Like, I don't know if this app is available. Yeah, I don't think it, it, I don't it, think it translates to people who speak English. Like, <laughs> yeah. right. in my opinion. Well, because, like, my my first thought is, you know, having, having uh, lived in Russia for a bit, like, they have their own saving, uh, sayings, like, you know, they will basically, I don't know, for instance, somebody will, like, say... Is there, is they're saying like, it's like time to drink vodka. Got him. Fucking got him. <laughs> in tracksuits too, right? Is that where we were going on when you were gone? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Squatting in mud puddles, obviously. Yeah. That <laughs> makes sense. Um, but anyway, they have like a saying like, you know, seven Fridays in a week, which is basically telling somebody like, oh, you've been lazy, haven't you? Because like somebody <laughs> is acting like every day's Friday, every day's oh, week. Oh shit. Sounds like party. So That's I'm a good just one. thinking yeah. like, if we like came up with a puzzle that was like you know X F in a W, like I know I would be like I have no idea what this is saying, telling me, mm-hmm. like yeah, you know. but yeah, so it does make me think that people perhaps like this game does not translate well if you're not aware aware of what you're looking at. So like you know whether you're looking at sayings, there's a couple puzzles in here where you just have to finish the Shakespeare quote or like. Mm-hmm. they so on the nose say you know as as such and such person says you know blank is the bane of existence i don't know like but, but clearly then yeah. it's like okay i have to turn to google and be like did you get the <laughs> x's and o's name. heart thing I did because it uh, says i only got that at the bottom <laughs> see and i think this is where you know, i was like XO, Gabe. XO is like hugs and kisses Oh, well, so this is you. when I was probably a lot like Gabe, where I was like kind of checked out at that point. So yes. I literally just typed in every single letter. Oh, I did that to begin with, and then and then an O showed up, and I was like, ooh, ooh. and then what? I kept doing more of those. Yeah, the top yeah. line then, is ooh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> literally, <laughs> that was my sound of like, oh, I got one right, and then it kept going, and I was like, ooh, because yeah. it just kept going. So then, um, if we're on this topic, then how do you guys feel about this? I'm gonna list to you, and this was like rough, but I'm gonna list to you the puzzle I think no one should ever try to solve, and you can be like, "Nah, man, like these were easy." No, I solved that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, so, so it starts yeah. with 25, which is okay, the ones where you 25. misspell words. And I did solve this, but I did not enjoy it, and did not think oh, I I anyone this. should submit yeah, themselves the to this. That they just started doing alternating no, capitals was... and misspelled words i was like no yeah go fuck yourself I hate this. <laughs> yeah so that the alternating capitals thing pisses me off for a, a future puzzle but this one is i actually um i mean yeah maybe like that it's bullshit that you should be expected to know this but um with words uh with with well nat- natural english speakers that um it's actually, in general, I'm not going to say everybody, but in general, you can actually read words successfully regardless of their spelling if they have the correct letters and the first uh, letter or the first like sound is correct. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so recognizing that, I was able to get the misspellings thing pretty effectively um, because it's always that the first letter is correct or the first sound. Well, it's yeah. also like you um, have to misspell it the way they want you to misspell it. Yeah, exactly. Too, so it's Which like, is no, the last I think, two letters? I think, I think actually every single one is misspellable in like any of the permutations as long oh. as the first sound is correct yeah see i didn't know that um, and so i was just nervous i was like did i get the word right but i spelled it wrongly wrong or like what but i agree this is i don't think this is a great puzzle for this game yeah but um, uh, unless they like they're explicitly like this is the kind of puzzle that we're doing now <laughs> like they, yeah. don't, they never explain to you the rules of any of the puzzles which can be an issue because they change up what they're doing yeah, I like mostly was able to follow it. And in fact, I even followed this one, but it's just like, it just was not satisfying to me. Maybe I just don't like misspelling words, but like, I don't know. It just, yeah. I, I was just like, no, no one should actually try to solve this puzzle. It fucking sucks. The next one, <laughs> but listen, here's the unfortunate, I'm going to read out all the numbers and then we'll just walk through them. But like, the, it's a string it right in the middle. Puzzle? It's 25, 27, 29, 35, 36. So that is a huge string in the uh, middle. 36 with a question mark. Yeah, actually right? 35 and 36 have question marks and we'll get there. But you're right, you're right. Wait, so 29 so 20, and then after 29? 35 and 36. But let's go through one by one just so we can just get your, t- take your quick takes on it. Uh, so 25 we just did. So then there's a not a puzzle. 26 is not a puzzle. Then there's the very, very next puzzle is this motherfucking bullshit thing that you guys just spent an hour explaining that you totally understand and are way smarter than me, but it's the 296. Yeah, you're going to be mad how quickly. I'm so fucking mad. (laughs) James solved all these puzzles. Go fuck. I can't believe it. Anyways. I didn't solve all of them. So then after that, there's immediately not a puzzle. And then the next puzzle after that is one that Zoe's already referenced where you have to take the phrase and say it backwards, like one word previous backwards or something and yeah so like the the letter is friend welcome your resistance make you happy question mark and all you have to do is type in those words backwards so then you're making another nonsensical sentence in turn just happy you make resistance your welcome friend and there and isn't like, a question mark the fuck or a comma <laughs> yeah like no, they don't, that was bullshit like they don't help and it was total bull- it, yeah again this game really I solved suffers. it but it was bullshit yeah actually same here like but it was fucking bullshit like i'm telling you i saw some of these and i was like okay i should not have spent 20 minutes on this <laughs> um yeah but Earth like that shouldn't be an intelligence uh, it's just it's um this game is at its strengths and i would like to talk about strengths at some point but it's at its strengths when you're reading the tone of the character and you're feeling the person through the page and this is none of that shit and i almost feel like almost everything resistance related is none of that shit this weird inner capped person is just talking to you like an idiot like it's just I, I had the same feeling as like okay the the main character those parts I kind of enjoyed they really set like the scene and the stage for her and then there's the parts with the the department their kind of notes which are kind of like hit or miss and there's sure. the resistance which is like what the fuck is this yeah some it's like some guy who is using a computer for the first time typing and he's trying <laughs> his keyboard's broken if yeah. they had just said my keyboard's broken halfway through I would have laughed though <laughs> um anyways uh, the next one. I'm kind of surprised you didn't include. Not a puzzle. 30, then, yeah. oh, okay. Then it's the X's and O's one, which I think is reasonable to solve. Absolutely reasonable. Then there's not a puzzle. Yeah. 
Then there is Heart, yeah. which was just referencing the previous puzzle. It's pretty easy, straightforward. I that's one of the places where I I, I used the <laughs> the walkthrough for this. Oh, this is what you texted me. You're like, yo, what's the channel yeah. password? And I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Like I, I was, was gonna like, fucking get that. Fuck? Like I was gonna fucking key in and be like the channel. I know. You I was texting you out of YouTube. <laughs> I was texting you out of out of frustration, not out of expectation of help. <laughs> okay. So so I think those are reasonable. But then it goes right into stuff that. Oh, actually, and I think the subcultural one. This one I got. I thought it was reasonable enough. Really? It's not amazing, but it, yeah, it's the capitalization. I know they've been fucking with it, but they use it much less here. It's much more sparing, so that at least cued it into me. But, like, the thing God, is, regardless, you should have a walkthrough on hand when you play this game, and you should just ask yourself, like, okay, does this seem reasonable? Should I give it a walk around the block? Should I go watch some TV for a little bit? Should I hang out? Or am I just done? And when you're actually just done, you got to just use a walkthrough. And the unfortunate reality is that a lot of the puzzles that you're stuck on, you're probably not going to be satisfied with the way that they yeah. resolve. So I, I spent a lot of time in this game uh, watching streams and making food and just doing other things, thinking about the puzzle, trying to give each puzzle like at least 20 minutes, which is a long time. But I was like trying to like really say to myself, because one of the reviews said, oh, I uh, first of all, I love the fucking reviews. Like I solved every puzzle. Go fuck yourself, Mr. iTunes <laughs> reviewer, who's like five stars. I solved every puzzle. It wasn't even hard. Go fuck yourself. No, you didn't. But even regardless of that. One of the comments that they said, not them, a different person that I thought was interesting is he said, oh, it just took me a couple of days. And I thought to myself, realistically, I'm not going to play this over a couple of days. So I'm going to try to simulate that by walking around and and going to something else and doing something else. And I think that helped a lot. And I do wonder mm -hmm. if our like need or desire to like get to the next part of the game like does hurt it a little bit. But, you know, such is life. It. it yeah, I kind of had a similar case where, like, once I kind of had checked out and had trouble solving puzzles in the middle, I started using the walkthrough. Then that came to me the point of just being like, even the puzzles that after it were more reasonable, I was just like, I don't care. Just give me the answer. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I think that is a completely reasonable result of the way this game treated you, honestly. So I thought that this puzzle was bullshit because it are it like the game teaches you to not focus on the capitalization yes for like 20 pages and then it's like all right now it matters yeah but it doesn't give you any suggestion that it would matter that's so that so i didn't get this one because i was not focused on the capitalization i love that there's at least one puzzle that that james didn't get that i got that's all i need to fucking sleep well tonight um well is that even a real word subcultria i don't know no um, it's not and it's not a real city either so then the, yeah exactly i was like i put in san francisco and i was like maybe and i put in new york and then i was like <laughs> it, has, it has to be a city uh yeah dude yeah oh. so then next there is only one and this is a uh, word on this page and it's not actually that hard, but I just was like tilted at there. This is where I was like, I'm not sure if this person speaks English as their first language because this doesn't make sense to me. Maybe it could make sense to you guys, but it's where they talk about like they compare a crow, like a raven and a writing desk and you're supposed to like have. Do you not do you not know that joke? In no. what manner is a raven similar to a writing desk? No. I mean, the answer is different, but. Like that's that's just like a classic joke. Wow, 
I can't tell if you're being funny or not. <laughs> no, like how is a raven like a writing desk? That's like a that's like a joke. I thought jokes were supposed I've to be funny. I've never heard of that. <laughs> yeah. Literally Google start in, type in Google how is a RA and look at the top result. Okay. I'm looking. We're we're Googling. We're getting to the bottom it's of this. Would it make more Carol, sense guys. to like compare it to a pen oh, though or something? Lewis not the, the yes. desk. Yes, it would. Is the desk black with flashes of black? What the fuck does that mean? It's it's oh it's the Mad Hatter's conundrum. That's what it is. That's okay. right. So this this just kind of goes into the more like how how literary uh, how how. I don't know. Just how refined are you in your literature references? So I solved every puzzle. <laughs> like like that fucking guy. <laughs> Holy shit. I guess you haven't read classic literature. Yeah, like, dude, I fucking love English, but like not like this. Um, apparently, I'm just a fucking noob or something when it comes to our but literary history. I thought the furious flashes of black thing was the the Department of Communications guy redacting shit. So... Dude, this game is about art history. Zoe would have nailed it. Mm, true. It's true. true. Dude, art history with Zoe. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> Shout out to the I like how it started video. With the, the, the decapitation of so-and-so. Art history with Zoe. <laughs> She's the expert. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, so. But anyway, so I think we've complained about the puzzles. Uh, no, I mean, I think that was your last puzzle. I think McCoy that you said. No, yeah, there was also one more. the upside down one. The upside down oh, one. Upside I also just hated actually solving because I had to check for topsy turvy because yeah, what the fuck is that? I wouldn't have gotten that. What the fuck is that? Upside down would have I mean, been fine. <laughs> but yeah, uh, you never heard the term topsy turvy. I've heard it, but like it's like going into terms like that just feels like a dangerous way to take these puzzles uh, to well, me. So, so again, I think this is why, like, because I got that puzzle easily. I think it's just literally each puzzle unlocks a certain part of the logical side of our brains where, you know, James can get the bird in the hand ones, you know, McCoy can get the the heart code one, and I, like, I got the topsy-turvy one. I think just the puzzles, puzzles are so varied and they unlock different parts of your mind that not everyone can access unless that, you know... Un- yep. That iTunes guy clearly he is enlightened because guy. all of his. We should get him on the podcast. Dude, we need to find his fucking name and just shout it out on the podcast. Like, if you ever see this guy yeah. in the wild on the internet, just tell him he's an asshole. Notably, I had a Joe Bob six six. <laughs> I, had, I had a uh, separate issue with that last uh, that last puzzle too, where when I flipped my phone upside down, it went to landscape mode, and I was like, "All right." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously, like, come on, man. So I would say, though, interestingly enough. They totally switched the format up right after this with the next puzzle, 37, where it's instead of doing full words, they do little bits of words and little bits of the sentences. Mm-hmm. And and I actually, this was hard. It took me a long time, but I really enjoyed solving this puzzle. I was going to say, I both enjoyed this and it infuriated me. Yeah, it took a long time. But it was like, oh, wow, yeah. they're innovating on this, but it's still going back to the, you have to read the person's thoughts. You have to read the person's ideas. You have to get their their feeling out there so it was just like okay they're coming back somewhere so if we're going to transition away from fuck the puzzles i think a really fantastic use of this system and of this puzzles is actually uh highlighted by page 41 which is where they basically just tell you that you've offended too many times and that they're gonna like basically you did some illegal shit and they're gonna take all your rights away and then they're also gonna like irreversibly eliminate you 
And they but say you have to sign for it. You have to sign. Note your compliance here. It's two letters. Your name is Vi, right? And so you can put in Vi. You can. Um, but I instead was like, fuck this. And I put in no. And it works. And when Dude. when no locks in, at least for me, I was like, damn, that is a powerful use Dude, of this system. Dude, I put system. in Vi. You well, can put is, no. This is did where anybody it else separates put in the Vi? two different endings. Does it really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. I didn't know that. Did, did anybody else put in Vi? Um, the, my first playthrough, I did Vi and then I went back and did no. Damn, yeah. So I mean, it doesn't lock cases. you in because <laughs> I mean, so I put in Vi and I was like, oh, look, I died. And then I hit the previous button. <laughs> I died. And, yeah. And, uh, yeah, your screen goes black. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then, uh, I, I, I went to the previous screen and, um, and, uh, put in no and it went through. So. Yeah, I, so I, I just yeah. put in no first try because I was like, fuck this, man. And I put in no. And when it, I'm telling you, the, this this system of you're reading a letter and then you're like un, you know, redacting some of these words and then it like locks in and you see the message and you see the intent and then the story itself shoots forward like a little bit. You get that clarity you're like, oh, shit, this is what's going on. And it's just that little spurt. I think that can be powerful. And I think at the beginning and somewhere towards the end of this game, it is quite powerful. So that's the upside of this is when they're making you feel the characters because you have to try to feel them enough to say the words that they're trying to say. Yeah. Then I think it's it's landing or can yeah. land at least. And I, I liked that. But the conversely, what I didn't like about that was like you had to use for the most part, like specific words. Like if you used yeah. words that still fit the context and were yep. still like pretty much like the same length. Yes. It's like, no. Yeah. You have to use these like exact. Yeah words like the exact tone but i do wonder from like a game design standpoint how effective this story would be if instead of having to type like free type words if instead you were presented with like five choices to select well spoiler Um, alert for orwell i think that's how that sort of works (laughs) nice oh okay um orwell i think we'll play all the choice And again, yeah, I actually haven't, I've only played the very beginning of that. Um, and that was many months ago. So, um, many moons. I may be wrong on that, but Orwell, I think has more of the, um, well, you'll see, I suppose. Do you think, Adam, do you think this game could have been done better if there were multiple choices to, instead of like the free writing? I think in some you, places. You mentioned, yeah, about um, it. I just don't really think that the uh, exacting nature of the choices really helps. Mm-hmm. There are a couple of places where making you slow down and really demonstrate your reading comprehension can make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's a whole lot of nonsense. Yes. So in general, I would just say that the cost of the puzzles is higher than the payoff. Mm-hmm. And I don't exactly begrudge them for trying something like this because, you know, it's novel and it's an interesting way to tell a story, particularly a story about this the mechanic fits with the theme but unfortunately also gets in the way a lot Mm -hmm. i really do think there are flashes of brilliance at least for my personal experience with this game of like unlocking something and being like wow that fit and that is not the curveball that i expected this story to take but it just did um but man like like you were saying adam some of these do not give any payoff at all and they actually just shoot the pacing in the back of the head and just 
walk it's terrible yeah. it's truly terrible like oh my god like i i was really I, I focus a lot in my own life on f- on on focus and on trying to be like okay i'm starting to drift i'm starting to like want to do other shit but like stay on target stay on target and uh I was fighting my absolute wit's ends with this game because it was just tilting me off the face of the planet at times. And I was like, no, 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 no. What's going on in the story? Focus back. Come on, come on back. It's like, I just went through a walkthrough and I saw some stupid ass puzzle. Come on back. Like, it's okay. You can do this. Walk around. And it was really honestly difficult, like because of some of the real bullshit in here. Um, that being said, when you do that, mm-hmm. I actually think there's some, there's some, some nice stuff that it does pull off. Absolutely. Yeah. Hmm. I think the story is good mm-hmm. that it tells. Do we want to talk about the story a little? Yeah, I think we should we should move on to talking about um we should talk about the actual content of the narrative in itself. Mm-hmm. Um cuz I think we we also probably have differing views on that as well, but I'll let you guys mm-hmm. say your piece. I mean Good talk. All right. Yeah. Well, okay. Next okay. Week, okay. Everyone. Well, I'll jump in really quick. I actually think redacted. Yeah. Exactly. Just like, oh, that's interesting. I've never thought of redacted as like a way to edit our podcast. We should just put in beeps like randomly over people's shit, and then have their audience have to like fucking decipher it. At Twenty-seven minutes. What do you think McCoy said? Yeah. Exactly. Or we put it over all the answers too, so like they can't. I don't know. Anyways. Yeah. Oh, that would be funny. You know, you just have to do like the dark, hor- the the Dark Souls air horn just over everyone. <laughs> 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 so I think like this might be like, it's not controversial, but it's like I could definitely see how people would be like, "How the fuck did you read this from this story?" But I actually think even though the backdrop is in dystopia and all that sort of things, I actually think the the main core of this story is like a human tale, and it's about like someone growing up and having you know like studied their whole life and worked really hard to get this like you know quote job that they wanted or whatever they went to college they graduated etc they moved away from their family their home and they're quote doing it and they realize that this job is like killing them and it's actively harming the people around them based on what they're doing it's not helping the world and they end up then being faced with a scenario where their parent, in this case their mom, is passing away, is sick, and they can't get there. They don't have the vacation time or whatever. Like they're they're the system that they so willingly put themselves into is holding them down and ruining them and killing them. And uh, they mm. basically realize it too late in order to actually get there for their dying parent. And they basically have realized that they've completely lost sight of what really matters in life and that is not necessarily a dystopia they use dystopia as the background for that but i actually think that story is playing out among us in modern life and has played out before and will play out again like it's not a dystopian thing necessarily i know it's it's overly explained that it's the a company reality is holding thing them down. but that's a reality thing that's a human story about growing up and about what it means to grow up versus what you thought it meant to grow up what freedom is when you're an adult or what it isn't or what you feel like you have to do or not so that that was a lot of what i got from this story uh was that comparison and that that human story anybody else get that and i found that interesting because i never actually read it like that um you know i i kind of took it more of face value of oh evil dystopia department is keeping girl from sick mother it's such an evil dystopia department and i mean i didn't really reflect that it you know is happening in our world today 
in some instances. You know, there are there are anecdotes out there um, of of such things mm-hmm. occurring, of people not getting the PTO time mm-hmm. or people, you know, missing kids' birthday, you know, missing their own children's birthdays because they have to work or, you know, people who are missing notable life events mm-hmm. for the sake of their job. Um, and, you know, not everyone's job is spying on people and making them disappear, I suppose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that That is the more, I guess, dystopian part of this story. But I did find it interesting that you made that connection because um, I just never really uh, looked about looked at it in that way. I guess a question to ask um, of you guys yeah. is think and about your own life and just say, like, how much time could you reasonably take off? I mean, you don't have to even answer this question, but I'm just saying, like, at least for me in my particular job, right, like I'm like responsible for a system that that uh, generates the workflow of 30 people about. And so if it doesn't work, like 30 people are just twiddling their thumbs at their desk so that the productivity downfall for our company is just massive. So like, at least for me, like I'm like staring down the back of like, and I'm the only person who does that. And I've asked them, but we're in a hiring freeze. So I'm the only person who does it. So if I if it breaks, there is literally no one else that can solve it. And so it's just like, bizarre no 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 it's worse it's the opposite because it means like realistically like like vacation is something that i cannot actually truly achieve because i cannot be certain that my phone won't ring and it's just something i reflected around Mm. a lot recently of just like i literally cannot fully be free ever because at any point in time something could mccoy um my suggestion to you is to not care about it if they're in a hiring freeze and things blow up that's on them yeah Mm -hmm. take your vacation yeah you don't know them shit. Yeah, and that's but it's it's like that's reasonable. I hear I totally hear what you're saying. And then there's this other part of me that's like, but I built this thing. I want to be, yeah, I want it to work for people. You know, it's like it's it all gets trapped in this, right? Like, do, is there any sort of responsibility in that that you feel, or are you like, man, fuck it? The responsibility. I mean, there is a certain amount of ownership that you should have. But if the company is putting an undue burden on you, then like they, they offered to give you so much vacation time you take that vacation time you turn your phone off you don't answer it mm-hmm. that's that is what you have been given as part of the contract mm-hmm. that they willingly signed and entered into mm-hmm. so if they're guilting you into doing more work because they don't want to spend more money on mm-hmm. people who can do this mm-hmm. then and things blow up on them that's their mistake not yours yeah and i like totally like, hear that. they owe you that vacation time and you should take it to its fullest extent yeah what's interesting is it's like they're not really guilting me i'm guilting me because i care which is my mistake right like because i'm like fuck i want this to be good i built it you know what i mean stop caring that's so tough well there's i i can kind of see where mccoy's coming from though only because i think at least in the u.s we tend to build build up um, and award people who are dedicated to their craft. You know, Elon Musk talks about how he works 80s, 80 hours a week and we don't call him a madman. We call him, oh man, he's just so passionate and he's so driven. Well. And in another, well, is some people, I have opinions about Elon Musk. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's using a flamethrower in the backyard. Exactly. exactly. Yep. But um but you know but you know I, I saw a story online the other day of like, you know, man celebrates his twenty year work anniversary mm-hmm. without taking a single sick day or holiday. Mm-hmm. 
besides like company holidays that's and not this a celebration article, yeah the, he celebrates the well, fastest right, heart that, attack you could possibly give yourself yeah. but, but that's the thing like the article was celebrating it has a picture of him in the office and there's all these celebration they're like oh to like you know award his hard work the company's giving him a ten thousand dollar bonus and i'm just like to spend on what? Yeah, medical bills, <laughs> like, truthfully. He's not he's taking any vacation. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> but but I think, you know, there's there's kind of this twisted expectation, um, I mean, that I kind of feel in my own workplace. I, I work in a place where technically they tell you up front um, when you ask them about their uh, PTO policy and they say, oh, we have unlimited PTO yep, here. Yeah. You take as much time off as you want. And it's really like, but obviously we're kind of conditioned to feel like it's not actually unlimited. Mm -hmm. I know for a fact that I can't be taking every Friday off, mm -hmm. even though technically they have an unlimited PTO policy. Instead, I limit myself, okay, well, I'm going to limit myself to 15 days a year, or I'm going to limit myself to 20 days a year for this. And you know, there's something to be said just about this, like, weird personal expectation of how dedicated you want to seem to a company, yep. even when a company isn't really... Dedicated guess, to like, you? you know, oh, they certainly not. Yeah, could care less, mm -hmm. I suppose. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. The, the thing that always stuck with me was, um, but I mean, other countries work like us and other countries don't. You know, Europe is more of the mentality of work to live. Mm -hmm. and america is more the mentality live to work yeah which is craziness yeah. to me and i actually i i feel really bad about this but i think that's one of the number one things that i notice in certain people at my workplace where i i have a difficulty interfacing with them is i just like it's like they can't talk about things other than work because it doesn't i'm sure they have interests but i can't find them and they won't tell me and so it's like it's just like staring at this like I hate to say it, but it's like an empty person who like works extra when they have extra time. And I just, and it's like that is in many ways celebrated, but it's like, especially in a lot of systems where they're not getting paid any extra for that. There's no extra benefit for them. Um, it's just like, it's uncomfortable to watch. It's like, oh no, I want to go home and do the things that I love to do. Like that's kind of what I'm here mm -hmm. to support. I'm definitely going to help as much as I can, but I, I want to go do shit. And they're like, nah, I don't really want to do shit. And you should work with me. I'm like, oh, fuck. It's Friday. Do you really want to do this? It's not urgent. Why are we doing this? Like, for instance, a famous story is at one point, and this was true, I, uh, I got a new boss and it's a cool dude. And he was like, yo, like we should fucking work on, he was taking a data science class and I've, I know some data science. I'm not a data scientist by any means, but I know some of it. And I certainly know Python a little, and I know it in the data space. So fair enough. I can help him. And he was like, dude, I'm doing this project. Like we could work on it. It's about, you know, getting census data to do this, whatever thing. And I'm like, okay, this could be fun. Let's do it. Um, I love to teach about stuff that I know. And I love to point at resources. Hey, we can learn this. Let's learn it together. I love all that shit. And so we like met at the office on a Saturday and I was like, cool, man, like let's work on this project. And he sat down and he literally looked me in the eyes and said, yeah, I was thinking about that. And I'd love to do that project, but I'm kind of behind on some things from work. So let's work on some things for work. And I was like, you fucking made me put down my goddamn controller for this. I drove to the fucking <laughs> city so that we could do work on a Saturday that's not urgent. 
you baited me. And I just like, was like, got played McCoy. but I realized like, oh, like we have different levels of giving a fuck. Like I give a fuck enough to feel bad about my vacation that I do or don't take. And I have to be present or whatever. But like, you know what I mean? Like this is a whole nother level of, of giving a fuck. Like that was like, I just felt so bad. I was like, damn dude, like you were going to do something else. And then now we're here. Oh, so we live in that world now. That's not a dystopia. That's now. So that, that, I mean, I would contest that it's not a dystopia, but continue. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> now is dystopia. Um, yeah. <clears throat> dystopia comes in degrees. No, it's just, it's, I think dystopia this game brings up a little bit by of that. visual. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just, it's a, uh, it's like you can take as much PTO as you want, but you should be nervous about being fired and also you should get your quote work done. And then it's like, but my work is happening all the time and it never ends. And they're like, exactly. You know, and it's weird to like they, the mystical they, no they person, you know what I mean? I'm sorry, I just mean like, no, there's no they. It's not like your boss actively is sitting there trying to hold you down with this PTO policy, but it's just like we've all just agreed that like we're here and we're all just getting held down by it and no one's going to change it. What the fuck? Like, I don't, I don't get that. It's just like the. Now, in contrast to the game, I mean, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) I mean, like in contrast to the game, like Kenty's actual ability to communicate with her parents is actually restricted by the department you know only allotted 15 minutes on the phone with family members a week um so there is that like dystopian ideal um that isn't present today but but it is though that's Um, what you have to understand is that it is because how many times and i don't mean you in particular i'm saying speaking from my own personal experience but how many times have you skipped a weekly phone call with your parents because you were too busy the reason you're too busy is because you work too much during the week and you have to fit all the rest of your entire life into the weekend. Well, right? there's that and there's also, you know, contexts of certain jobs. Granted, right. this is by no means the standard. Right. But there are certain cases of jobs where you're maybe working on some top secret stuff or you're doing some things that have to be kept secret or under wraps. Mm. And it's like you physically sincerely cannot tell people what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it could be a case of, you know. Like, what's the point of even, like, talking to your parents or something at that point? It's like, you can't really tell them anything. Yeah, or that maybe you have a job that, like, is on the weekend or something. Or, But but, but I just mean, like, I, I just, in my own life, reflect on the idea that I have missed phone calls with my own parents because I was too busy. But too busy with what? In that case, it was usually me catching up from the week. Do you know what I'm saying? Too busy watching the speed runs. That's what I'm saying, dude. I fucking love speed. But that's important to me. That's the shit I live for. <laughs> Anyways. Do you think there's a speed run of this dude? Game? We've always yeah. said, is there a speed run question? It's like the same people who do those like Olympic typing speeds, you know? <laughs> like <laughs> The speed run is you download the game and then delete it. Yeah, if you really yeah. want to be serious about this category of speed run, you get an external keyboard for your iPad. That's what you do. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. But then, how do you select the the individual fields? Maybe tab. Quickly? Yeah, just tab. Yeah. Tab like a fiend. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. I like it. Um. Anyways, there's just I think that. But oh, so. Well, so I was gonna kind of try to get back on track in that. Um, so Why like would that, you try to do that. that? <laughs> no, yeah, I'm sorry. You. Just <laughs> trying to salvage this conversation well, and get right. it back to talk about gams. Um, yeah. But I don't know. Like I had this 
I, I thought the story was interesting. Mm-hmm. I I have already said that I think the puzzles really destroy the momentum of the story, but puzzles aside, I felt that this game's dystopia was very surface level. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm somebody who likes to get down into the nitty gritty of how things work in the sense that, you know, in in this story, you know, it talks about the big bad department of communication. You get an idea of the words that are being censored. You get an idea of the way of life around there. But then it gets to this resistance standpoint. And there's just all of this talk from the resistance letters as well as letters from Kenty of like, you know, oh, like... I'm I'm going to leave my job and I'm going to join join up with this resistance and this resistance knows about me and everything and you know oh this resistance want me wants me to do a, a task in the neighborhood uh so I'm going to go do that and then like to me my interest is like okay so how does that happen in a dystopian society and I think it's just because of the letter format where this game doesn't really go into that nitty-gritty. Instead, you just get a letter correspondence afterwards being like, trip was successful. Okay, <laughs> like, on to the next thing. And you're just like, wait, what? Like, how how did you possibly do this? Like, I I, I think that's just a, a, a downfall for the format of writing in lettered correspondence. Um, but to me, I just felt like I was constantly blacking out and then coming to and stuff had already transpired. And I was like, hmm, did I miss a page? And I'm going back and I'm like, nope, okay. <laughs> and so I think because of that, I never got a grand sense of like danger for Kenty or, or fear for her life um, or fear for the situation at hand, just because it did seem like a very generic, you know, girl but- in dystopian desk job joins resistance and everything turns out okay <laughs> what about when she goes topsy-turvy though yeah what about that was that scary <laughs> yeah that was frightening <laughs> i think the closest this game gets to like the thing that you could see it examining would be ways people might try to circumvent uh, surveillance state type things so you know misspelling words might be like a really rudimentary way of getting around things or uh the kind of coded messages um with like riddles and stuff he's like a way to pass messages it's kind of like steganography or like cryptography or whatever um just like Mm -hmm. really basic versions of that so you could see that as maybe like getting into the nitty-gritty but yeah yeah but this is like a bureaucratic dystopia Mm -hmm. it's not like a i mean you need to sign a document that they just send you in order to like be executed consent to like, execution yeah it's like i agree it's that not... it's a surface level dystopia mm-hmm. um like the story i think is too short for it to be very in-depth mm-hmm. uh, so unlike the rest of you who actually went through and solved the puzzles after i got stuck i just read through the rest of mm-hmm. basically mccoy's answers mm-hmm. um because i wasn't able to physically get the game to progress so for me the story just like very rapidly reaches a conclusion and there is not a ton of depth there so i can see the puzzles as providing some benefit in that it makes you slow down and kind of have the same pacing that receiving letters might happen with um but i don't know whether that's intended or whether that's just a happy little side effect like it's gotta be intended i just i hope i hope but you know you can't be sure with this game that has so many 
flaws in the way that they mess with the pacing. But you you want to hope that they they how do I describe this? It's like I thought about playing this game a second time, and I don't know if so we had this experience or not. I know you played it a second time, but I just like I can't see how it could be any good the second time. Like I feel like there's almost nothing here the second time because I feel like the first time through it's like oh what is going to happen and then it's unfolding in front of you and then the you know the puzzles slow you down and make you sort of accept the world as it is in that state and then you solve something and they jump forward and then all this other stuff but if you know what's going on and i i don't i don't and you're just like you know or like adam you're just like reading through and the pacing is more like a book would be it just i feel like there's nothing here almost almost I mean, I think there is, uh, going through it a second time takes away, I guess, that factor that you talked about previously of, like, uncovering a word and then, like, feeling the weight of it after it turns yellow. Um, Like, that part is definitely lost. Um, To me, I know the second playthrough just helped because then I was able to actually connect with the story a little bit better than maybe my first playthrough, only because... Mm -hmm in my first playthrough, I was ruminating over every blank and reading every word so meticulously that the words kind of lost meaning to me Hmm. as I was trying to decipher the puzzle. And so then I'd finish it and then I'd immediately pick, press the next button because I'm like, oh, thank God. Okay, on to the next one. Like, I kind of forgot to actually read the letter in entirety after solving it (laughs) just to, you know, get it get back on track with the story that's probably a fault of my own in playing through this um but going through it a second time and knowing what the words were supposed to say anyway and then being able to read the letter you know similar to how adam uh experienced the rest of this playthrough of just you know reading through kind of like a novel like i know that helped me (laughs) with the story a little bit more Quick side note to Adam and I's problem of the game sure. breaking. Uh, so instead of using demanding, I had to use the word difficult. Difficult. So note to any listeners out there that want to play this. If you're on iPhone on page 19, you can use demanding. Yeah. If you're on Android, you have to use the word difficult. Fair enough. And also if consider you're on not iPhone, you can also use the word difficult. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Just consider it. I'm not saying you should or shouldn't. Um, yeah. Cool. Um, we might have done this yeah. thing. Do you think about that? You guys want to rate this? So I yeah, actually yeah, have. Oh, okay, wait. I have a mini discussion let's point about the rating system for the context of this game. So, and I ask you, oh, um, the people of this podcast and the deciders and the great minds. Uh, so we have the rating system, right? It's thumbs down, meh, thumbs up, double thumbs up, and then there's the star. Now, is the star? I ask you on that spectrum as in is it exclusively better than two thumbs up or is it like a personal thing like oh i personally like this game despite its flaws and i think it has value but it's not necessarily better than a two thumbs up game or it is better than a two thumbs game how are you how are you seeing that in your mind can our ratings for this game to be like are you (laughs) yes (laughs) (laughs) like are you saying like instead of a gold star we should have like the star sticker that we just stick <laughs> like i don't that doesn't know. even sound like a stretch to me <laughs> not really That's like gold star standard but you want to put like a star sticker on the game and be like this was special to me yeah what? <laughs> I, I saw I, it as it I, this game has particular merit regardless of its overall quality mm-hmm. yeah well, right. i think it's kind of like what the context we've used it 
yeah. currently, yeah. I mean, like, I can't remember who gave gold stars to what, but... Mm-hmm. It's been, like, extra. Right. Yeah, I figured it's more like, a, you know, yeah, you acknowledge that there are flaws. Yeah. And you can speak criti- uh, critically about the game, but you still are like, I I really like this. Yeah. Despite its flaws, I really enjoy this. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I wonder, because, like, two thumbs up, like, I feel similar about that. Like, I would be willing to give two thumbs up to something that despite its flaws i really like but yeah are you gonna gold star this game i would consider it but that's not my turn yet although i could make it my turn wait what the fuck <laughs> i have the power all right yeah fuck it the tyranny of thumbs <laughs> i yeah i will i will gold star this game for me personally because I think there's a couple things about it that are really interesting. I think it's, it was really novel. I mean, there might be plenty of games like this, but just like there are English phrases that I don't have never heard before, uh, this was new for me. And I think the mechanic of when they're using it in the not puzzle form, in the form of read through this person's personal text message and or letter and... Like, that's, I feel like that's another thing. You read this on your phone, which I think is actually a really cool element of like, I, I thought these more of as text messages. Obviously, they're more letter forms in the way that they're structured or whatever, but they're kind of just like personal, whatever, anyways. But um, when you're uncovering the person's intent and that jumps the story in this really weird jarring way forward, like an inch, like a degree, like it just changes, shifts. Oh God, are we going dark? Like what's happening here? Uh, I really appreciated that. And um I, I actually, like, this is a type of game that I really wished I could have been the editor for. And in my mind's eye, I would have done a great job. I don't know if I actually would have. But I would have loved to just sat with these people and been like, change this, change this, change this, change this. Nope, use a different phrase here. Nope, that puzzle's utter garbage. Okay, now we have a well-paced, interesting game. And you're, some of the ideas that you're getting at in your writing can actually sing. Because um, before that. But that goes against the message of the game. Does it? Yeah, then you're censoring things. Yeah, I'd love to change their shit. I'd love to like, act, yeah, I'd love to black out a couple of pages of this. To be honest, like just delete all these pages. Get, yeah, and get like, rid of them. dude, you're you're messing with our creative vision, man. And I'm like, dude, your creative vision on this puzzle sucks. Suck. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I I I think that some of the story beats that they hit at or that they hint at um are interesting i think like in many ways this game is super flawed and in certain ways it's absolutely awful but i think this mechanic of like reading through someone's thoughts and then occasionally like unlocking them or understanding them in a different way when that actually works that was novel and cool and uh, i'd never played anything like that and i thought that was actually like quite interesting and i could totally see why adam's friend would recommend this like knowing that it has all these flaws but just being like there are cool flashes of brilliance here. And I think those are flashes I've never seen before in essentially anything. So I just imagine you being like, yeah, in some parts this game is mad and some parts it's awful. Gold star. Pretty much. And some parts it flashes <laughs> truly in a, in a way that I've never seen a game flash before. That's just the truth of it is like, I've never seen something do this. And I'm like, Oh, cool. Like that's novel. Also, since this is my review section, I will say, um, keep a walkthrough with you and skip puzzles 25, 27, 29, 35, and 36 right in the middle, and you might have a good time. Gold star. Gold star, absolutely. Uh, Gabe, what do you think, man? You might have a good time. Yeah, you might. Gold star. I would also say, you know, take some time with the puzzles, walk around a little bit, switch activities, try to bring your focus back, play in a quiet environment, you know, all those things. 
Um, but like, be honest with yourself. If you truly are like, I can't fucking solve this and it's not like two minutes in, you know, if it's like two minutes in and you're kind of frustrated, like stay with it, be cool, focus up. But then if you're actually like at minute seven or five or something, you're like, this is bad. I, I can't, I can't, it's not one of McCoy's recommended skips, but I can't fucking solve this. Uh, skip that shit. Like go to a walkthrough, skip that shit, but then try to reset on the next puzzle. Put that walkthrough away and try to come back. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was kind of like that or, as a descent for me of like the first half of the game I was going through I was solving the pro the puzzles I was like okay um, then I would hit you know kind of walls and instead of taking your approach and kind of like sitting with it doing that I would sit with it and be like all right I'm just gonna walk through this yeah totally and then I would start I started to walk through and then there was some that I would try to solve on my own but then it got to the point where it's just like I'm just walk through and all of it yeah just like I'm getting frustrated I'm getting like kind of like yep uh, so I just want to get through this. Yep. Um, so my personal review, I would say this game is a meh. Yeah. Then that there, I agree with you with a lot of it that I think it did some really cool things. Um, it's very unique from a lot of other games I've played out there. Hmm. Um, I did think, I think they set the, in the beginning, I think they set the scene really well. Hmm. I think they wrote out the character pretty, pretty well. And I, I empathize with her in, in a lot of places. Um, and I, I got hit with feels like the, the one like page was like, um, like I love you, mom. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, we didn't even talk about that. Um, mm-hmm. but you know, then there, there are so many places though where, you know, the, the puzzles, I just felt like it was just a grind and mm. I didn't feel like very rewarded by them. Mm. Um, and just how it, it kind of shook things up with the puzzles and mm. the, the, uh, kind of like different characters that they had of like, you know, the main character, the the department, the resistance, it felt kind of jarring to me. Um, I, I just hate have everything to do with like the spelling mistake stuff. Oh, um, yeah. So it was, it was a little bit of a grind for me. And I think this game is marketable to certain people. I don't think I'm in that yeah, <laughs> demographic. That fair. Um, so it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, d- did some things very well, did some things, Meh, did some things poorly. It, I'm going to give it a meh. Okay. Awesome. Um, let's see here. James, what did you think? Yeah, I like this game uh, actually quite a bit. Hmm. Um, I think that it's not too thumbs up worthy. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I feel like they could have gone more. They could have done more with the story. Hmm. Um to justify some of the puzzles and things, but I enjoyed doing the puzzles that, uh, that I did. Uh, um, <laughs> and if I wasn't playing it the morning before recording this, I might've just spent more time <laughs> trying to figure out the puzzles that I didn't figure out. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would definitely recommend this game to a number of, uh, people and not to everybody but to um you know puzzly puzzly folks uh puzzleistas yeah that's what i've heard puzzleistas exactly mm-hmm. yeah because you know not everybody like mccoy are uh good at puzzles or enjoy them <laughs> yeah, what so. the fuck <laughs> it's true um, though holy shit it's so true god this is the gardens between all over again oh yeah <laughs> Except the gardens between had shitty puzzles. 
Damn. So there. <laughs> Called out. Fuck that game, all right? I mean, all of the puzzles in that game were like, go forward and then go backward. All right, you're done. Like, <laughs> That's a very reductionist way of looking. Like every single puzzle was like that. It was Except just... for 90% of the way through the game where it was go forward and then wait. Despite <laughs> oh, the yeah. Right, right. <laughs> and then wait in this one specific place. Yeah. yeah. We'll line up Standing the still is not a good game mechanic. I reiterate. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, definitely positive. One thumb up from me nice um all right zoe and then a silver oh, star nope. yep oh. and a silver star yeah i feel like you can and i because yeah. fuck it it's our rules and apparently no one respects the ratings this anyway so i feel like you can say something on the lines exactly. of this is a meh game that i'm giving a golden star to because <laughs> no because like dude like t- like to me this is like a landmark game in that i've never played anything like this i think the format is fucking rad i want to get my hands on this these games look easy to make i can fucking make one of these these are cool um but holy shit did they fuck it up and i don't even know if they understand (laughs) how to use their tool this is easy to make but they fucked it up no it's but it's like it's like you look at early games where you're like wow they didn't really understand how to do this did they but it's like that's how i feel here i'm like okay all they need is someone to critically think of like and look at this and then maybe just tune it anyways so yeah so James, you can just give us uh, a friend. Actually, what? Sorry, a friend of mine actually built a. This is a total tangent. A uh, a text adventure um, engine <laughs> that I think you might enjoy building a game out of. Perhaps more than this. It's not Twine, is it? No, I don't think so. It's not Unreal okay. Engine, is it? Twine is, Twine is a big one. <laughs> no, it's no. This is like one dude. I don't think he's like. Is it Renpy? Done anything with it? He just except is, except make his one or two games. Okay, yeah. So yeah. meh. Wait, sorry. Yeah. Thumb one thumb up and silver star from James. It's yeah. descending into anarchy. Yeah. All right. You don't think it was already there after the first day? But all right. <laughs> um, well, it's like controlled anarchy because like four. Four pillars of structure and then Adam. <laughs> and then all my pillars just slowly <laughs> fell and I'm holding up the entire tent by myself and I'm crumbling. And I'm just slowly starting to be like, well, what do you think about the gold star, you guys? Do you think we fucking just like... <laughs> yeah. Anyways. The more you try and add rules and regulations to this system, the more it falls apart. Yeah, and the better it becomes. I hear that. So, Zoe, you want to use this garbage system that's yeah. on the floor and just like just <laughs> trampled to describe this game? I'll, I'll do my best. Um, okay, so I think much of like what other people said, I really like the concept of this game, and I think it's a very unique concept. Um, the The intent was interesting, and the subject matter was also interesting to me. However, I think I am going to give it one thumbs down. Um, I didn't find the dystopian world to be all that compelling. I didn't find the storyline to be all that compelling. I didn't connect with the characters in ways that I wanted to. I mean, McCoy has had me see, I guess, Kenty's life in work in a whole new different light, um, which, you know, that I can value. Sorry. Um, but I never actually, no, it's good. But like, but when all is said and done, I really didn't care about Kenty wow. at the Take end. Take like, I hope they catch you. Like, the, look what made me see her as a person, no, and I hated that. I, <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. I, 
I'm somebody who really likes to see detail in a world, and I think a letter correspondence really didn't give a lot of detail. Rightfully so, because in letter correspondence, you're not going to be like, as we both know, <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> like, it's not going to do, it's not going to do that sort of thing. Um, but when it comes to dystopian worlds, I do like to see a little bit more world building and a little bit more detail. You know, they don't explain the resistance symbol that they put at the end of the letters. I, I don't yeah. know. Like, it all just seems so hollow mm -hmm. to me and so surface mm -hmm. level. And as a result, I, like I said, I just couldn't connect. Yeah. Um, you know, it's no, no, uh, you know, no wonder, like, the, the puzzles were a little bit bullshit in some God, instances. Um like I said, it really killed the momentum of the already hollow story for me. Um, I think going forward, I would have just really liked to see this story in a more short story format uh, with more world building in there. Um, and that uh, instead of what I got from this game. So, you know, it's bittersweet, but I'm going to have to give a, a thumbs down. On Is that a thumbs one. down with a golden star or... <laughs> <laughs> it's a thumbs down with like a little bit of toe jam like stuck to the side of it like, okay that is so not committed to the system. I, I, you guys can fucking trample all over but the fucking that oh, to put it in terms of the game yeah. would you note your compliance here <laughs> mm. <laughs> you're like would you play this game again or ever again or recommend to anyone no defiantly um cool uh adam you picked this do you want to take us home and then also explain what we'll be playing next week just lightly sure um so i'd give it a meh um it had good pieces and i think it's a good reminder that puzzle games are really hard yeah uh, I know you think that you could make this McCoy and you could probably technically make something that looks Hell like yeah. this uh, through one of those engines. Um, <laughs> but exploring, like making sure that anything that someone thinks is reasonable fits is really hard. Uh, yep. This is a team yep. of two and I, you know, they sell it for three bucks. So presumably they didn't. And there's not, it's not as though there was a huge marketing effort behind mm -hmm. or anything either, as far as I can tell. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Presumably, if they were doing the economics right, they didn't put a million hours into this. Um, the story, I agree with Zoe, is fairly surface level. Uh, I think that's partly due to it being so short. And part of why it is so short is because, you know, they've got these puzzles in there as well um, that kind of not pad the length, but take up screen time. Um, and you can't necessarily hold someone's attention for 40 hours on a app for their phone or whatever. Well, no, you can because right? Candy Crush right? does that, but whatever. <laughs> um, this isn't that, right? Um, so the dystopia was fairly surface level, but I think it did hit into some more interesting things because it's kind of about someone who uh, was raised in, in this dystopia and decides to basically become a cop or whatever and then realizes that that's actually bad um, and, you know, join the resistance and then they run away with their girlfriend or whatever. Um and like things move really quickly it's not a bad structure for a narrative but there wasn't a ton of fleshing out that happened um it, all the pieces are there and it yeah so puzzles were occasionally frustrating but that's just a really hard thing to do in these kinds of situations um i think a lot harder than people give it credit for but ultimately um i have to give it a meh yeah. it 
wasn't terrible. I enjoyed what I got out of it. Um, but I think, okay, so here's a way to put it. If the game works for you, it probably really works. If you just happen to, like that one iTunes reviewer, get yep. everything, um, like in a reasonable and appropriate amount of time, if it, it just, the way your brain works lines up with the way their brain worked when they were making the game, um, then it's probably going to be a pretty cool experience. But there are a lot of obstacles to that happening. Um, yeah. Like rational thought. Yeah. And I think if I'm being very, on- <laughs> you know, seriously, the stars have to align. But if I'm being very honest, like I think making something like this from the ground up would be really hard. But I think, I think reasonably an editor. Just like I think literally coming in here and rewriting some of these pages or just slightly changing what words are allowed here and there, I think would just propel this game so far and and basically to what you're saying increase the um like almost the bandwidth or the the chance the hit yeah the rate. hit rate that 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 the, the, the brains line up in a way you know what i'm saying sure but again small sure. small team probably not a ton of time effort in, mm-hmm. in there i yeah. don't know if these i didn't do enough research on the authors if they had done anything previously or anything i think they since. did one previous game i would kind of imagine Zoe's job yeah, and she's about to answer too. <laughs> I was gonna say that they have done uh, one previous uh, game. Jeez, um, it's called Gray Gray Scale. Gray Bar. Gray. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um. Oh fuck. Um. There's too much color in that game. I think it is. Oh, oh, eventually. I'm, I'm, sure. But, um. But they they do have a yeah. previous game. Uh, yeah, that starts with the color gray. <laughs> I thought it was a prequel. Oh, Greece! They made Greece. <laughs> yeah, they made Greece. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, they're like, "Well, Greece was good uh, at all, but check this out." You mean Glee? Yeah. Actually, what, a really quick question, you guys. What do you think about the three dollar price point, or at least it was three dollars on iOS? I, I asked that because that sounds like very cheap, and for the game club, that is very cheap. But in the mobile space, isn't everything like free or ninety nine cents? Period. Or am I wrong on that? You're wrong on that, but most games are free or 99 cents. But also most games have like microtransactions. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of the space of the mobile market is free, but My- pay to win. This game easily could have had a pay to skip a I puzzle. I think the price mechanic. Is- <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think the price is reasonable for I this agree. game. Yeah, I, th- I think think the price was reasonable for it. $3 yeah. for a game that has about 47 pages to it. Um, yeah, I, I think that's fair. And, and just for reference, uh, their their prequel game is called Gray Out. Gray, Gray Out. Gray Another out. form of censorship. Mm-hmm. Looks like it. I mean, it seems that their theme. I think this is probably one were one were the Snowden revelations, because the NS, this is definitely influences by the whole NSA thing um, from an American mm-hmm. perspective. Let me just check my calendar real quick. I guess I that's mean, another thing that I had a small issue with this game, game out, with. Right? Yeah. Another small issue that I had with this game was that, um, like, they don't... The dystopia that they describe is, like, so so much of a caricature that it's hard to relate to. Like, this is a surely, a, clearly a fictional dystopia. Like, this degree of censorship, I don't... I mean, I haven't lived in China, so I don't know, but... I think, I think there's less. More on the I think news. there's less. <laughs> uh, are you excited for us to play our game for next week and the week after then to to see more, more yeah. fully fleshed out dystopic visions? 
I think it'll be interesting to compare these games against yep. one another. Um, next week is going to be Orwell. Um, I guess episode one of Orwell. Keeping an eye on you uh, with is the subtitle on that. Um, so it has a similar kind of all, all three of these games that are not just dystopia games that are more um, the catchphrase that they use for uh, Papers Please is a dystopian document thriller. Um, and all three of these kind of fit into that bucket. So get excited, excited for that. That one looks cool. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. 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 Yep, yep, yep. Great choice. All right, fucking end it. Somebody hit the button. Um, All right, we're done. Uh, well, make sure you oh, rate Jesus. us on iTunes now that we have that nifty new podcast. Also, if you're non-committal and you don't want to write anything, you can still give us a five stars, just like without writing anything. You just tap the five stars button. It's really nice and easy. Of course, if you want to write something, that's reasonable. Um, I was going to say, if you do write something, we may do something like, you know, obsess over your review for three episodes yeah. straight and then make you feel wildly uncomfortable. No, he loved that <laughs> shit, man. I think. I don't actually know that. No. He's probably wildly uncomfortable. You're right. What the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> but yeah. And um, also, uh, you can go ahead and also uh, check us out on YouTube because the Layers of Fear hype video was just mm. posted. Quick and note so, about that. That uh, was uh, Gabe and I production. <laughs> Elena, the master producer, director, um, and... Oh, my was, God. Was it? It's a great name for a production company. What was it? Gabe and I production. Gabe and I production. <laughs> <laughs> we were thinking Dumpster Fire production or Dumpster Fire content network, but yeah. I mean, fair. Because um, you saw the video. I mean, can it not be? <laughs> but yeah, so we just took a, our editing, you know, minds together for that one. It's a little weird one. It's a little different. Um, she wanted it very clear that she did not contribute to that. Yeah, I know. And so then if you felt there was a dip in quality, um, give us a thumbs up and write a comment. Anyway. <laughs> I love when people do that. They say do the same shit with the iTunes reviews too. They're like, if you liked it, give us a five star review. It's like, well, what if I didn't like it? They're like, well, we're not gonna tell you to fucking yeah. If you hated it, it, subscribe. Yeah, (laughs) just smash that like button. If you hated it, leave a comment and a five star review. Yeah, exactly. Or like, I love yeah, I love that. It's like if you liked it, give it a thumbs up, and if you didn't like it, throw us a comment. It's like you win either way. All right, but we really should say, boys and girls, what is your favorite dystopian world? Comment down below. I'd love to read those for next week's video. I'm not gonna read that shit. I don't give a fuck. Like it's just like (laughs) fucking (laughs) every time. All right. Well, all right. Next week, Orwell. So uh, we'll be excited for that. But until then, everybody can go ahead and take care. Bye. Yeah. Oh, we need to figure out a better outro. All right, hit the stop button. (laughs) Great choice. Fuck yeah.